Diverse voices. Unique sound. Not the same old thing. Different, different. This is NOCO FM. Hello, everyone, and welcome to NOCO Live. NOCO FM's weekly Monday insanity TV internet show. Um, I am your host, Chris Lanfear, and with me... Uh, not in the same room due to social distancing, but uh, with me in uh, in Google chat form, our illustrious co-hosts, Charles Joseph Kelly and Kevcat Martinez. Hey, guys. Hi. What up? What's going on? And we have a special hey. guest. Got a guest. This is, this is Simone. This is my partner. We're Hello. Gay. Gay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're here. We're queer, and now we're over here. No homo. No, all no homo. homo. Hashtag. Fucking, I'm sorry. Did you just say no homo? Get the fuck off my live stream. <laughs> I, didn't say no homo. I messed it up already. Kev Kat's already kicking me off. So, so we had a situation earlier, and I, I kind of want to talk about this real quick. Simone has kind of a question for you guys. Do I? Okay. Do you do? Okay. So, uh, I like questions. Yes. So, do you want to do you want to ask the question, or do you okay, want? Okay, sure. So, well, first of all, I'm Simone. Or hello, Simon. Simone. Thank you. Simon is also fine. Um, so, I have. I feel like this is a terrible way to start this. I have social anxiety. Yay. <laughs> hey, <laughs> so do I. Legit. And so, so prior to the live stream, I was asking Charles. Um, if Kevcat hates me and if Chris hates me and if they're mad at me and if various questions along those lines and Charles had this fun idea that I should ask you guys live. <laughs> <laughs> no, of course not. I love you very much. I have the same concern though. I'm like, Chris hates me this week. He's going to set me on fire. Okay, to be fair, KevCat, I don't hate you this week or any other week. Um, I'm not sure that it would be possible. Um, Slippery Ghoul says hello. Hello, Slippery Ghoul. Welcome to NoCo Live. Um, So, Chris, you didn't answer the question. I do not hate you, Simone. (laughs) So, Simone, I have known you for approximately 20 minutes, and I already love you. So, nothing oh, to worry yeah. about. Here with that gay shit. And Charles, you hate me. Charles. This has been a great episode of No Call Live. Wow. So yeah, welcome Slippery Ghoul. Uh, glad you're glad you're joining us. And I see we have a few other viewers. Uh, if you are in the chat, like, say hello. Tell us what's going on. Um, this is just kind of a free forum show where we just kind of talk about what's on our minds every week. And, uh, it's become especially important now since we're all stuck in our homes. So, um, slippery ghoul, I'm making yarn dolls because I'm just a goblin. Hell yeah. Um, I'd love to see, I'd love to see the yarn dolls. Uh, we actually, Charles, don't we have yarn dolls of the talk and roll crew? Yeah. Yeah. So we've got some awesome ones. I don't have them anywhere nearby, but they are awesome wonderful um so that's the yarn that is not a yarn doll but there is a doll that's hanging out oh yeah that's oh, the sick. nightmare before christmas guy yeah so um 
we've got we've got, we've got a special we've got a special uh special thing here. Breaking news. Are you doing a hundred dollars? We're not doing a hundred dollar watch. The what? What? Never mind. Charles's energy drink corner. Hi there. Oh my god. Live. Live. We're doing Charles's energy drink corner. This time, this episode, we've got Ben and Jerry's ice cream. Oh, wait, what is that? Ooh. Justice remixed? Justice I'm not remixed. I'm not familiar with that one. Uh, you will be. Because this, <laughs> and I'm making Simone try this. I've already tried it. I don't like it. I love it. <laughs> this right here, my dudes, is spicy ice cream. Spicy how? I'm like ready. A, I'm like, ready. I'm ready. like a it's horchata spicy, kind of spicy, spicy or what? It's spicy chocolate ice cream. It's wonderful. Oh my gosh. I'm, I'm ready. Don't, I want this shit in my mouth. Don't make oh. don't make her eat it if if she doesn't like it. That's rude. Thank you. <laughs> you leave my love Simone alone. Aw, thanks. Um, I, instead of I love Lucy, it's I love Simon. Yay. Absolutely. <laughs> So, 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 kind of ice cream by the end of the show. So, so Charles, describe the describe what the uh, ice cream actually tastes like, since okay. you didn't send so, it to the rest of us. Since you guys can't taste this, I want to explain this to you. It's you chocolate. Read it. It's right there. But I want to explain it. <laughs> cinnamon and chocolate ice cream with gobs of cinnamon bun dough and spicy fudge brownie. Okay, like to spicy to, meaning like what? To my ear, that sounds kind of good. Cinnamon. It has um, a very spicy taste. Uh, Kevcat, I think I like Slippery this. Ghoul might know you. Um, Slippery Ghoul does know me. Okay, because well, sort of, from TikTok, because they, they said they my picture. Kevcat wants a lot of things in their mouth. Shake my head. <laughs> it's a penis. It's a penis. Penis ice cream. I, <laughs> I hate the idea of that. I what <laughs> hardest thing like trying to get the research to get the flavor right would be a fucking nightmare. Oh, I was okay, so I was picturing something different. You are picturing ice cream that is flavored like a penis. I was picturing ice cream shaped as a penis. And I was I was picturing oh. penis. <laughs> Oh, it's the circle of life, okay. friends. It's a circle of life. Like you know, there's the ice cream trucks, and you get like the Powerpuff Girl one, and you get the SpongeBob one. And you get the giant and fist you get the one. Penis one. Yep. <laughs> hey kids, hey kids, don't stick your dick in uh, ice cream. It, it sounds like we're, we're talking about ice cream for your dick. Don't put your dick in ice cream. Slippery Ghoul, Slippery Ghoul says, Kev is the man behind the slaughter. I'm not sure what that means. I don't either, but I'm vibing with it. It either makes me sound like a fucking serial killer or a good time. <laughs> well, how, how's everybody been? How are you guys? How's, how's all of the life thing? How's the quarantine? You know, oh. uh, this is my third video call of the day, and... I'm honestly loving it because it's so nice to actually get to interact with people instead of just being trapped here inside my own mind. Yeah. You know, I, oh, I, I had a, I got to have a, um, a video chat with my girlfriend yesterday, which was really nice because we haven't seen each other since this whole thing started. Um, and that was really cool to, to be able to, 
spend some time with her, even if we're, you know, not able to be in the same room. Uh, Kevcat, people might be wondering what you're doing. <laughs> we haven't actually oh. said. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm quarantine mental healthing myself. That was really good sentence. You can tell that I'm going to reintegrate into society very well. Can tell that you're a professional broadcaster. Oh yeah, definitely. 100%. <laughs> um, so I fucking snapped today and I wanted to paint the walls and I was like, fuck it. We went to um, Home Depot and we got some spray paint and a lot of uh, painter's tape. And now I'm just going hog fucking wild on these walls. And I've done, I've already done like this whole section behind the toilet. You can't see it, but I'm going to gesture at it. Imagine with me, if you will. Yes. Um, and like, I got some of the mirror covered and I'm going to paint like the actual like furniture piece that's in here because it's so poorly painted before. It's so bad. This shit's awful to look at. Did you take so, like a... Um, did you take up like before photo so that we can have like the after photo to post like next week? Yes, I kind of did. I took a video. I'll take an actual picture because I haven't really painted anything yet. I'm just taping. And and the way it's so. the way it's taped out, it looks like you're gonna do kind of like a almost like a stained glass kind of effect. Is that the idea? Kind of. So I'm just gonna. I'm only. I'm not gonna do any like lining or anything. Uh, I'm just going to do like solid colors in each of these. And then once I take this off, I'm going to hit it with a stencil of like uh, an eyeball, like a really simple eyeball and hit it with like a light blue. And it's going to be super duper dope. I'm really excited about it. Hell yeah. That's cool. Yeah. Slippery girl, slippery ghoul, not slippery girl. I don't want to make assumptions. <laughs> uh, it says it's, it's the triangle insanity pattern. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> you know, that, that's the thing though, is like stuff. we're we're all like looking for different ways to cope with what's going on, right? You yeah, know, right. like you're you're painting your bathroom. Um I did a like live DJ set on the station on Friday, um, which was also on on Twitch. Um it was on Facebook for a hot minute until Facebook deactivated it for copyright strike. So that was great. But um, like I don't know if there's anything good about this. Um I mean there's a couple things. One, it's showing off the glaring disparity between the classes in a way that no other event really has. But two, um I don't know. It's it's forcing people to like I don't know, try things they probably would be too scared to try before, um, at least in my yeah. case. Because, like, I was terrified about doing, like, I, you know, Charles and I own this station, and that, and we're almost two years old, and that, the other day, was the first time I did a show live on the station. Everyone else has. I have Damn. not. So, um, uh, you know, I'm glad in that sense that it's like helping to force me out of my shell a little bit. Um, cause like, even like when we started this live show, I told, I remember telling you guys, like, I don't even want to be on camera. Like, I don't, I, you know, I'll push the buttons, right. but I would like, I'd rather be like the, uh, the, the silent boy, but you know, now mm -hmm. I'm, now I'm, you know, starting to really enjoy it. You look at you. You're a talking man. You're oh, a speaking boy. I am a speaking boy. What are uh, <laughs> Charles, Simone? What are you guys doing with all this like 
funky downtime? Well, on Friday we had a little bit of alcohol, but this oh, is this is a story. This is a story oh. that I want Simone to tell. Okay. Um. Well, so I've been. We don't have to start with the drunk part. But that's where no. we get to. We're okay, Quentin Tarantino. Start before but you were drunk. Chris just said this amazing, like, look at us growing as human beings. And I was <laughs> that moment, and I was very proud of him. I'm very proud of you, Chris. Oh, thank and you. Then, and then you're Welcome like, to the show. Smoke that drug. That's my personality. I gotta ruin the moment. <laughs> no, we, we got it. No, see. That's the thing, Simone, is like you have to embrace the yin and yang about this show. Like okay. there, yes. there are times where like Kevcat will say something like really well and profound. And like my follow up is like, yeah, totally. So anyone like pie? You know? <laughs> okay. so, so it's so totally one thing, okay. One thing that I've been doing is video chats. Um, and this actually started out... Um, probably two or three weeks ago, like when the shutdown first started happening. Um, and I was like really, really struggling to just cope at all. Uh, and so I talked to my therapist and she gave me, she always gives me homework. Um, and so my homework was to do one video chat with one person that week. Um, um, and so I, I did that. And then, um, since then I've been doing multiple group chats a week. I've been doing, um, I admin a, a Facebook group for queer folks in Northern Colorado. And I've been doing video chats with that group to try to keep people connected. Um, and then I do, I do drag. Um, and so I've been doing a lot of video chats with um drag performers and so that happened the other night um and it was a good time that's awesome i i actually stumbled i i was uh one thing i did this weekend is i just started kind of bouncing around on twitch to see what i could find and i saw two different channels doing like virtual drag shows i thought that was really cool yes. yeah. yeah oh there's a ton there's a ton of virtual drag shows right now um, going on a couple weekends ago, I did a virtual story hour with um, some drag kings around North America. It was super fun. Um, Don't. Yeah, it was. Can, can we can we go back okay, a little bit back to about? That, yes. Okay. No, no. Yeah. Go We've set the scene now. Charles can fill in the gaps. The downplay. Hold on. I'm we're, I'm getting a lot of. There's like a base. Is that is that the boy? Oh shit! Sorry. <laughs> no worries. That is the boy. Okay, I heard the I heard the base. Yeah. That's okay. So um. So yeah, it was a it was a video chat. Um. We had a few drinks, and by a few drinks, we bought a seven fifty of vanilla vodka, mm -hmm. and we finished the whole thing. Damn. Uh, and uh, with that too, um. Simone got so trashed that we found ourselves throwing up in the bathroom. And by we, I it mean Simone. Me. It, it was just, just Simone. Hey, you know what? There's majority of the night. Yes. There's and, no shame um, in that. None I, whatsoever. So I I yell a lot of things when I'm at that at that point. Um, I yell a lot of things and I direct them mostly um, towards the toilet. 
very angrily. <laughs> and I didn't realize that Charles was downstairs for like an hour of this, this yelling set on the toilet. Um, but at one point, I don't know how I got to this point. I'm not a very patriotic person at all, but I, I found myself in the toilet yelling, USA, USA, puking. And I'm just in the back room, like laughing, and Simone's like, oh, you're here. I didn't realize that you were here. And Simone, like, when, when Simone gets drunk, it's it's very like like she was saying, very loud and angry at the way of like, why the fuck did I do this to myself? Who the fuck are you? <laughs> I hate you, toilet. Fuck you, toilet. You You I mean, you might. You might as well be emphatic. And what better time to be patriotic than when you're staring at the toilet? Hey, that's a fucking good point. Uh, Slippery Ghoul says, Kevcat, please teach me the ways of the punks. I think you got a serious fan over here, Kevcat. Oh, that's dope as shit. Uh, the ways of the punk is to mind your business, let other people <laughs> mind their business, and have a good time and don't hurt anyone. Without consent. Without consent. Right. With consent, go ham. <laughs> uh yes so uh, i like like punk music it's i i heard i heard that you guys uh charles and simone i heard you guys watch trolls too which is apparently as of as of uh today like the most successful streaming release of all time um what yes. how was it I mean, it was supposed to come out in theaters on Friday. Right. And obviously that's not an option. So anyone who normally uh -huh. wants to see it in the theaters had to stream it, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. What do you think? Uh, well, I was excited about it because I really like Rachel Bloom from Crazy Ex-Girlfriend. Yeah, that was really uh, excited because the McElroys were in it. Yes! The McElroys are in it? Yeah. Of course they are. There's a whole okay. podcast dedicated to them being in it. Yeah. So they started, they, they started a podcast back like two years ago called The McElroys Will Be in Trolls 2. And it was a documentary <laughs> about how they got into the movie Trolls 2 without knowing that they got into the movie Trolls 2. So it's like this whole like, little did they know they got into the movie. And then they fucking did. <laughs> They're <laughs> One of them. That just so blows my mind. So, so the movie, the whole premise, right? So in Trolls 1, there's the land of the trolls and there's Anna Kendrick and there's Justin Timberlake and it's a very happy time. But then in Trolls 2, we learned that they're not the only community of trolls and there are different communities that represent different genres of music. So the trolls that we all know from Trolls 1, they are the pop trolls. And then there's like rock, country, mm -hmm. classical. Like funk. Yeah. Um, oh, sick. So one of the McElroys is a tier in the country trolls world. 
one like a teardrop, like a, a little tear, like, yeah, like a crying teardrop, teardrop. and it, it it just goes like oh, or something. I don't know. And then one of them is a teardrop in the from the hospital, mm -hmm. and then one of them is at the very beginning of the movie. So the movie starts in um, techno troll world, and um, uh -huh. and the bass is about to to drop right, and he's like, I'm gonna press the button, and that button is. The McElroy's. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, so it's very, very quick rolls, but the motherfuckers created a podcast to do the thing and they were on the thing. And that is the most McElroy thing that I've ever heard of. The first Wait, episode. Did they, first... did they do, did they, okay, here's my question about this. Did they create the podcast before the movie was even announced? Did they just assume yes, that there was I, going to be well, a sequel and that they were going to be in it? Now. Yeah, I think they announced that there was going to be a sequel, and they're like, we're going to be in that movie. And if you listen to the first episode, they're high as fuck. Well, they... <laughs> recording that episode. They'd have to be so to, even, to even come up with that idea in the first place. Uh -huh. They're like, yo, dude. The whole, the cast is great. So there's like Anna Kendrick and Justin Timberlake. Um, there's James Corden. There's Rachel Bloom. Ozzy Osbourne is in it. Makes total uh, sense. That's on brand. His thing, just like, hey, bam, 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 bam. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Fuck. So, yeah, that's how he talks. So there's a scene where, like, Rachel Bloom, the, the metal rocker troll, like, kind of like the queen troll, who's kind of like the bad guy, mm -hmm. right, uh, is, uh, is, like, just talking, doing this monologue. And she, like, turns around. She's like, what do you think, Dad? And it's Ozzy Osbourne. He's like, who's <laughs> They're like, yeah! <laughs> That's it. <laughs> um, Mary J. Blige is in it. Mm -hmm. Oh, fuck yeah, my queen and savior. Yeah, so she's she's the queen of one of the worlds, the troll worlds. Mm -hmm. uh, Anderson Pack is in it. Uh, he's dope. Um, yeah, it's, it's, honestly, I was surprised at how good the movie was. Like, surprised. I thought it was just- Keenan Thompson. I love Keenan Thompson. He plays, he, plays, uh, he, plays, I, he plays little baby troll called Tiny Diamond, and he raps. And, and he's covered in glitter. He's made of glitter. Oh, yeah. That's fucking dope. Yeah. <laughs> the whole, the whole We're putting Kev Cat to sleep over here. No, you're not. I'm dying and tired. You're not dying. The whole movie is about cultural appropriation and how, like, it's very important for for us to look at the past and to make up for what we've done in the past mm -hmm. even if it wasn't like us necessarily who did it and it's like a really kind of interesting story on that front which is really kind of cool well i think the other aspect too is um kind of the whitewashing of history mm -hmm. because um so it seems really deep for a children's film oh, yeah. do spoiler, spoiler alert spoiler you guys alert. want to be spoiled on trolls too Spoiler. Yeah, sure. Okay. Why not? I'm I'm not gonna okay. watch it. So. <laughs> Spoiler shit for me. Spoiler. So, like I said, so the first trolls movie is all about this this one world of trolls, and it turns out you find out in the second movie they're the pop trolls, right? Um, and so Anna Kendrick's character, she's like the queen of the pop trolls, and so none of them knew that there were these other worlds except for her dad the old king and so he shares this history um of like 
jab. I didn't want you to know, but there are all of these other um, troll worlds out there that are different music. Um, and the rock trolls are trying to um, infiltrate all of the other troll worlds to steal the music to make the whole world just rock music and no other music. And they're like, oh my gosh, that's so fucking awful. It's real bad. Um, and so then Anna Kendrick's character goes out to the other realm um, to try to save the world. But then she finds out towards the end that that wasn't the actual, that was how her dad told the story of what happened with their ancestors. But actually, it was the pop trolls all along who divided all of the different realms. And basically, pop music stole from all of the genres of music. Oh, man. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's really cool and a lot more. But, yeah, sorry. So here's my here's kind of my problem with it though, because I feel like it was going in a really solid fucking direction, but then the movie ends with all of the troll worlds coming together and singing a like ten minute pop song. Oh, okay. And so that's where it lost me. I was like, no, this was this was so good. Yeah. And, and then it just kind of, the, the song at the then, end just kind of killed it. And that was the ending. They all came together and were like, yes, we should all be together. We should celebrate each other's differences and it's wonderful. Right. Um, but then they sing, like all of the realms are in this big space and they sing this pop song together. Mm -hmm. And so that- It's a weird, like, it's like a very like up-tempo, we are the world kind yeah. of bullshit. Uh -huh. So that kind of- No. But, but my favorite part of the movie, the one thing that I-, I feel they did do very well there was a part that was very poignant i thought so um when when anna kendrick's character finds out about like you know the history that she was taught is actually coming from like the oppressor's perspective um they don't have history books they have scrapbooks and so she's like but that's not what the scrapbook says and then mary j blige's character says something like well, yeah, the winners always tell the history differently or something mm -hmm. like that. History, I mean, it's, history is written by the winners. That's true more often than it isn't. Like, like I feel like that, like they got that really well. Um, but then, yeah, they kind of fucked it up at the end, I feel. Yeah. I, I, Goddamn. Hey, yeah, Kevcat, can you, um, can you mute yourself when you're not talking? That basic, yeah, yeah. How do I do that? Uh, there should be a little icon that's just the microphone, and it'll put a slash through it when you tap on it. <laughs> I think we can just deal with it, my dude. If you're just joining us, you're watching NoCo Live, and uh, we're talking about trolls too, and KevCat's trying to figure out how to mute their microphone um, while <laughs> painting their bathroom. Um, th that sounds, honestly, like it has a lot more, like, put into it than one would expect from a movie just based on like the title alone or just by seeing like the trailer. Yeah. No, I I thoroughly enjoyed it. I think it did have a really good message, but um that that final like, that final yeah. song is like cuz you can tell like with that song that some of the tracks were very like they, they really went in the country direction some of the vocals mm -hmm. but then like all of the backing stuff is very much, pop. it's all pop. Like, 
the what's the purpose here? Right. That's really strange. So did it seem like it was kind of tacked on, like, you know, we, you know, we signed a contract to put this song in the movie, so we're just gonna do yeah. it. Was written for the movie. I just I feel like they didn't think that through very well. Like they they probably wrote the song could, before they had the, like, the final premise for the movie. Um, but sure. another important piece to that line about the winners writing history. I think it's also really important to note that it was um, Mary J. Blige's character who says that, and so I think it's also important to note that it was. Um, a person of color saying that um, I mean in the actual movie she's like purple or something uh -huh. but you know like in real life um, so I thought that was important I feel like they, they really were headed in a, in a really strong direction um, and then they just kind of got lazy at the end mm -hmm. and like they didn't know how to end it or something right like huh. I mean yeah, yeah I agree I uh I watched a uh I watched a movie this weekend, but it's like worlds apart from Trolls Two. Um, it's uh Trolls Three. Trolls Three. The trolling. You actually watched Trolls Two, not Trolls World Tour, which is a different. Movie. Well, yeah, Troll Troll Two, the horror movie from the '80s or whatever. Like that's <laughs> that's a very different type of movie. <laughs> oh, 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 oh no, we died. <laughs> Kevcat's dying, and you're muted, so it looks even weirder. <laughs> Kevcat's doing like a whole silent mime performance. This is amazing. This is great. <laughs> uh, troll, troll two, trolls two. Uh, Slippery Ghoul says, "I'm making a ram-themed doll for my boyfriend's mom." That's cool. Uwu, you forgot to say uwu, Chris. You I don't know what the uwu means. What is the uwu? It's a face, right? It's a cute face, isn't it? Isn't that the thing? It's a, like it, like if you look at it, it looks like a cute face. Yeah, Chris, please say uwu. <laughs> uwu. No, you have to. No, you have to do it like this. Uwu. Uwu. No, we'll, we'll work on it. We'll work on it. What else do the uwu people say? They're like, I'm baby. <laughs> I baby. <laughs> I love that. I love that Kev Cat is just like making. <laughs> Like I don't know what's happening. Here. I mean, well, it's like I've seen that it's a lot of um. I forgot. Yep, we're good. We're it's good. Okay, Let's move going. on. Chris, what movie did you watch? Uh, I watched uh, "In the Mood for Love" by Wong Kar Wai. It's a uh, Hong Kong film. That's I think it came out about twenty years ago, but I watched that this weekend, and it's. Uh, I don't know, Charles, you may have heard about it. I don't know. Um, it's kind of like, it's one of those movies that's like kind of highly regarded in film circles. But anyway, um, the idea. Chris, I'm sorry to interrupt you, but Kevcat, what the fuck, bud? Yeah. Braveheart. Kevcat, you should unmute Braveheart. yourself. What is happening? Kevcat is recreating Braveheart. Um, no, Gibson did it. <laughs> Kevcat, unmute the. We cannot hear you. It's okay. Okay, cool. All right, bye, bud. Have fun with the tape, uh, Jim Carrey. <laughs> anyway, In the Mood for Love is this uh, Hong Kong movie. It takes place in the early 60s, and it's about this man and this woman who move into the same building at the same time, and 
discovered that their spouses are cheating on them with each other. Um, so then the, the man and the woman who make this discovery, then, uh, they don't really begin a relationship. Like it stays entirely platonic. And by the time they realize that like their feelings have generated beyond that point, um, it kind of like, they kind of break apart. And so it's just this kind of like, Oh, Kev cat's back. <laughs> we can hear you. Hi. Hi. Welcome. Okay. Sorry, continue. <laughs> anyway, um, it was it was a really good movie. It was what also it was a really good movie. It was really kind of sad though. It was because uh, it's just all about like unrequited love, and you know I think we can all relate to that at some point in our lives. Anyway, um, it was a really good movie. Uh, I watched it on the Criterion uh, streaming service because I'm a film nerd. So if you want to check it out, it's on the Criterion service. Um, yeah. What's the Criterion service? So the Criterion uh, collection is this company that's like devoted to preserving classic films or films that they basically determine are important. Um, so they started as this service that was putting them out on like Laserdisc and later DVD and, and Blu-ray and stuff. So like if you go to Barnes and Noble, like there's an entire Criterion section and um, they're, they're kind of, they're film uh, preservationists essentially. Um, and a couple of years ago or, or last year, maybe they started their own streaming service um, to, you know, try to share, you know, the, those types of movies with a wider audience. So it's just like Netflix, but it's, uh, you know, much more curated and it's like just movies that they feel are important or, um, you know, culturally significant in some way. Um, that's fucking dope, dog. Slippery Ghoul says, just use one, two, three movies. Uh, I'm pretty sure that's a pirate site. And yeah. that's fine if you do that. Chris just said, Chris, you sounded like, you sounded like the white good boy. In I know. Like, 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 I, I don't know, guys. Weed is bad for you. That's a marijuana that's, cigarette. That's the character I was trying to do, and you broke the fourth wall on it, KK. Come on. God damn it. I'm sorry. <laughs> so, Cat, how does it feel to uh, uh, have become the Phantom of the Opera? <laughs> Oh, pretty good. I honestly vibe. What? <laughs> this is this is such great television. Uh, Kevcat, we can't hear you. You know what? I am quarantined fan of it. One second. I can hear. Yeah, we can Wait, hear. Yeah, oh, I couldn't. On. I couldn't hear him at all. Sorry, you're quarantined okay. phantom. Yes, I'm quarantine Phantom of the Afra. Uh, this has honestly just occurred because I like I ran out of space that I can really reach while I'm down here, and I don't feel like standing up. So I, but I want to keep going because I've already done so much. So now face. But now you have to paint the part of your face that you've taped off. Of course, of course. Do you think I'm some kind of like bitch baby? Of course. <laughs> You're gonna look like like a like one of the members of Kiss. Like if you if you just uh, paint the eye over like that. Uh, did you hear that? That was your body. Did you hear that? That was your body. Do you need a pillow for your butt? That sounded really painful. Do you just want to stand? 
me. Do you want to stand? You could hear that too. Oh yeah. Oh. Oh that yeah, that was my knee. My knee does oh, that so too sometimes. That, It'll probably do so it after this show. You know that stereotype that queer people don't know how to sit in chairs? Yep, I yep, yep, it's absolutely true. Was not aware of that true. stereotype. Is, oh yeah, it's a it's like the, one of the best stereotypes of like there's so many memes of like queer folks just don't know how to sit in chairs and they're just like well, One thing I should tell you about me, Simone, is that I like usually a lot of this show ends up being Charles and Kevcat explaining the memes to me because I don't see the overwhelming majority of them. Um, so a, a lot of memes get lost on me. Well, they're real. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I believe it. It's, it's not like they I don't, exist, I promise it's not like are. I, you know, I do believe in fairies. I do believe in fairies. It's not like that. It's just, I don't see them. Um, because <laughs> I, I, I don't like, I don't have TikTok. I'm barely on Instagram. Um, I'm, I'm barely on Reddit. So like, I just don't see a lot of them. Sometimes when they show up on Facebook, I'll see them, but. So um, I've got, I think we've got one other thing that we want to talk about tonight. We do? Yes. On, on our end anyways. Bring oh. it. So I'm down. Simone has been reading yes. a book okay. uh, and has been kind of explaining to me the, the, the plot of this book over the last couple of weeks while she tries to fight through reading this terrible book. Yes. <laughs> so, okay, hold on. I want to stop right there before before you go forward because my first question is, if the book is terrible, why keep reading it? Okay. Because No. Oh, I can okay. answer the okay. question that is asking me. Yes, you yes. right. <laughs> yeah, Charles, shut your mouth. Okay. Eat your ice cream. Well, so, so for one, um, it was a Christmas present. It was a book that I specifically said that I wanted because the synopsis made it sound very interesting. Um, I really, I really liked Girl on the Train. And so I looked on like Goodreads at like psychological thrillers and books similar to Girl on the Train. And this was one of the books that came up on that list. Um, and so like, I don't, I just felt like I had to finish it. I kept hoping it was going to get better. Okay. Um, it's called, am I allowed to say, what, no. if, what if the author is watching this though? You better talk some goddamn shit okay. on this show. Otherwise you are fired. Okay. So, all right. So first of all, um, Mr. Ernie Lindsay, if you're watching, um, your book is terrible. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. For everything I'm about to say, Hot takes. but I, hope, I hope that you recognize that it's coming from a good place, because I and that it's true. Because I and that it's true. <laughs> because I feel like you really had a good idea, and then you just shit all over it. Okay, what's the name of this book? It's called Sky Noise. Oh, see from here that looks Sky like Sky Nose, so it's not even a good cover. Sky Noise by Ernie Lindsay. Um, so it's, it's a time travel book, right? So, um, we, we start out with, <laughs> let me set this. Imagine if you will, 
in a world. <laughs> so the protagonist is Helen, who is this like seemingly very intelligent, um, very well-known historian, author, um, has done a ton of research. So you would assume she's an intelligent woman, right? Okay. You'd be fuck oh, yeah, Helen. Rush, she's an idiot the whole time. Um, <laughs> yeah, fuck Helen. Fuck Helen. I hate it. Um, kind of like the TV show Weeds, where the main character is a complete fucking moron and deserves everything that happens to him. Well, so, okay, so she's at her book signing. She's that famous that she goes all over the country and does book signings and talks about the historical stuff that she researches and writes about. Okay, so there's the whole Roanoke Island mystery. Um, and Amelia Earhart. And Amelia, so there are there are several unsolved mysteries throughout American or throughout history, right? So there's this Roanoke mystery where in like the 1800, 1400, I don't know, a while ago. He doesn't even know. A while ago, some colonists mysteriously disappeared. And that's a real thing. Mm-hmm. And then there's bam, 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 bam. the the mysterious disappearance of Amelia Earhart, <laughs> right? No one knows what happened to her. Yeah. Um, Alan Poe died a very mysterious death, right? So there are these unexplained happenings throughout history, but they are explained with time travel. So. Yeah, but I mean, anything can be explained with time travel. That's like the world's largest crutch. (laughs) So Helen is at this book signing. She just wrote this book about the whole Roanoke Island mystery or whatever. (laughs) And there's this guy, Chip, um, who is a conspiracy theorist and he keeps following her around the country to her book signings and is like, Helen, I have to talk to you because you know about the Roanoke thing and I know about the Roanoke thing and the the government's after me, help, and it's time travel. (laughs) Uh, And then she (laughs) she finally is like, fine, I guess I'll go to coffee with you, okay? So they go. (laughs) Of course they fuck. Right? Like, John, that's a spoiler. I'm sorry. That's a spoiler. I'm sorry. No, no, no. That wasn't a spoiler. That was just stating so, the obvious. Like, so she goes to coffee, and then one of the black suits shows up, and he's like, "Helen, we have to leave right now. They're on to us." And so they hightail it out of the coffee shop and go to um, a beach house. They go to a beach house because the black suits are after them, right? Because. Of course. Helen knows about Roanoke and Chip Chip knows about time travel. So this is her grandpa's beach house that has just been abandoned for a long time. All of the furniture and all of the decor is still there. um, And it's just open. They're able to just go in. She's like, we can hide out here at the beach house. Um, and Wait, so, is this is this one about what that got published? Oh, or what is no. that? I'll get to the sex scene. You'll be very disappointed. <laughs> I um, can't wait. <laughs> Something I never thought I okay, would say. So I can't wait to be disappointed in the sex scene. So they're at the they're at the beach house, right? And he's like, and Chip is like, I'm gonna go to the store. 
what should we get? And she's like, wine. <laughs> and she, <laughs> so he goes to the store. In the meantime, one of the black suits shows up at the beach house and is like, hell. And this is like, this is like 100 pages in. I'm still waiting for the twist, right? So the twist, <laughs> the black suit shows up and is like, Helen, you think I'm the bad guy and Chip is the good guy, but hang tight. Actually, Chip is the bad guy and we're the good guy. So watch out for him. Twist. So I was going to say, yo, if some dude fucking runs up and is like, yo, dog, you know the shit I know and the government's after us. And then you see like officials, he is running because he killed somebody and he's trying to get you to go with him. Listen, right, Linda? Um, so <laughs> <laughs> you're watching bad book reviews on NoCo Live with our guest, with our special oh guest, Simone. Okay. So, so, okay. So no, here's, here's okay. I'm getting there. Okay. So, um, and his name is Rourke. The, Mork? The black suit As in Mork from Ord? Rourke with an R. So oh. you get, of course his name is Rock Roar. with an R. Roar. It's with another it's Rock with another R. So you've got you've got Helen, you've got Chip, <laughs> and you've got Rourke. They who the fuck wrote these characters? Somebody who's 150 Ernie years old. Yeah, Ernie Lindsay, who is 150 years old. Okay. So just went to a child and was like, what is this? And they were like, uh, Rourke? Perfect. He, so so he got his names by tra time traveling back to the 1800s. So while Chip is at the store getting the wine, Rourke shows up and is like, Helen, so here's the situation, right? Chip <laughs> used to work with us, the good guys, and we created the, the government. That's us, me, I'm Rourke. And we created this time travel device. <laughs> and it's not like how you normally see it like in the movies where it's like a box or a machine that you step into it's more like a small remote control um yes yes chip is in fact adam sandler <laughs> in the movie in the movie it's just clicker all over again so, I, so government created this right and then and these are Rourke's words chip went rogue and he stole the time travel device and he's keeping it in his orange backpack and that's a very important detail the orange backpack remember that okay oh yeah okay yeah so, you got it and you know <laughs> so rourke explains that they've been after him for like a decade and so helen is like well why can't you just get him and they're like, he's like, well, we can't because because <laughs> every time we get close, what does he do? Travels back in time. I I think Skycast is right. Fucking cop out. This is just straight up. He's like, yo, I want to see how much bullshit I can shove into this and not actually write anything. I think Skycast is right when they say this book needs a Princess Bride style movie adaptation. <laughs> so then, oh, and the reason that the book is called Sky Noise is because that's the sound that you hear when someone time travels. It sounds like really big trumpets in the sky. So you know where did the trumpets come from? Sky noise. They couldn't think of like it's, it's the sky air. noise. 
thing. It's a thing that exists, and he's got a YouTube link he that does, you have to yeah. type out <laughs> in the back of the book. Wait, you can't just click oh, on God. it. So you just hear like, and you know he's time traveling. And she heard that sound while he was at the store. And so then Rourke is like, so since he just goes and jumps, jumps every time we get near, he trusts you. So you just keep an eye on him. Okay. And she's like, okay. By any chance, was this book self-published? <laughs> Yeah. Um, yes. Ernie Lindsay is one of the most compelling and dynamic indie writers out there. According yeah. to his mom. <laughs> um, so then Chip comes back and is like, hey, I got the wine. And Helen's like, what? No, nothing weird happened while you were gone. Let's um, fuck. <laughs> um, <laughs> let's fuck near that orange backpack. No, let no. us fuck. Your orange backpack is so sexy. So then she's like, I had this weird dream where Rourke came and said that you have the time travel device in your backpack. And then here's why it's important. And that you it should use it on me. Because she, so she didn't say orange backpack to Chip, right? She just said backpack. But then Chip says, Helen, that's so crazy. That was obviously a dream. Do you really think I would be running around all over with an orange backpack that has a time travel device? Skycast says, Skycast says, oh, oh I'm sure he came. That's how you know he's a bad guy. But here's he's the on to, he's he's fibbing about something because she never said orange backpack. And this was this was an hour ago mm -hmm. that Rourke said, Hey, watch out for the orange backpack. And he says, Oh, it's like I'm running around with an orange backpack, and then she okay. cannot place the two together. She she's not like, oh, that's that's interesting that they both mentioned that. <laughs> okay, so here we go. Are we are you ready? We're ready for the sex scene. Okay. I uh, as ready as I'll ever be. Okay. I'm always ready for a really bad sex scene. So as long as I'm not taking part in it, I'm I'm good. <laughs> he says. If you're not freaked out anymore, I guess I'll crash in the other room. Maybe that's for the best, huh? I don't want you to get caught up in another epic dream like that and, you know, kill me in my sleep. The relief left her warm and giddy. It only took Helen a second to make up her mind. She patted the mattress again. Stay. Yeah? She nodded, then shrugged. It might be in a different way but I'm starting to realize that I might be just as nuts as you are. If that's your idea of foreplay, something like that. I'm a little out of practice, he admitted. Same here, Helen smirked. If we screw it up, we can always hop back in time until Okay, okay, stop. <laughs> I can't take I any more. Sexual I could never like I I don't understand how hookups work. Is that what it's like? No. I'm glad I'm not a part of that shit. I can tell you with a degree of certainty that is not how that works. Now that's the best use of time travel I've ever heard of. <laughs> the wine, the relief, bonding over their shared experience of being fugitives, which by the way he forced her into. She had no choice. I I don't need to hear any more of this. Uh, no, you do. You do. You do. You do. Oh, God. It seemed right. It seemed okay. Helen pulled the green top over her head. 
And that's it. That's the sex asterisk, scene. Asterisk, asterisk, asterisk. Helen rolled off of Chip, exhausted, sweaty, and she couldn't believe it, utterly satisfied. It was as if Chip had known every perfect spot on her body. Which, which, okay, I would like to mention that this, with the time travel aspects of this book, seems to suggest that Chip, on multiple occasions, actually went back in time to fuck her again to try to do it right over and over again. Okay, so so what's the over under? Like how many how many times do you think it took him to get it right? I need to read you my favorite line in the whole book. Oh God, please make it end. <laughs> those, those 15 minutes of sweat and moaning, grinding pleasure and soft touches, combined with a few intentional and appreciated rough ones, was the most irresponsible thing she'd done in ages. And she felt good about it. Damn good. <laughs> This was written by an alien. This was written by an alien. Okay. This was written by the only <laughs> the only follow up I have to this before we move on is what person in your life that secretly hates you gave you this book? I said I wanted it because the synopsis sounds really cool. If you read the summary, it sounds like a good book. And it, I really like psychological thrillers and it was supposed to be a psychological thriller, but literally the only twist is at like page 200 where Rourke shows up and says, Hey, good guy's actually the bad guy. Orange backpack. Womp womp, orange backpack. I, I have a question for you. Yeah. <laughs> have you ever read anything written by Onision? Oh, let's not say, oh, Onion Boy. We're going to talk about Onion Boy. So, okay, if you have not actually read or heard anyone else read his shit, it's very similar. I, I have to be honest. Uh, A heard, lot of that shit was like, it's not I wanna, good. I want to, so the, the problem that I have with this book, more than anything else, is the reviews. This book has really stellar reviews all over the internet. What? Especially on Amazon.com. Quote, oh, I, I have to agree I with Skycast. Skycast says, oh, God, please make it end. That's what Helen said. <laughs> um, so I want to read you a review, five-star review about this book. I read slash listened to this thriller in... Audio format via audible life and the audios making them so much more exciting like a movie audiobooks also allow me to read and still get things done in my day and make a fantastic long road trip companions that's it <laughs> somebody got paid to write that, that that is a chinese that is a chinese <laughs> bot if i've ever heard one that is a chinese bot <laughs> i swear brought to you by audible.com audible.com um my favorite my favorite one star review um is the person who said that they could not finish reading the book because of the graphic sex scene wait wasn't the graphic sex scene just her pulling the, the like cur the cover over her over her mouth and then no, listen. asterisk asterisk dog straight up holy shit 
Yeah, and talking about right 15, 15 minutes of intense sexual pleasure. Oh my gosh. And then they go to Amelia Earhart's time and fuck around there. And then they go back to the colonists' time I'm, and they. I mean, I. Do they fuck Amelia Earhart? That's what we want to know. So maybe in the sequel. We are actually, the reason why Simone is on the podcast today is because we're announcing our new podcast. It's called Sky Boys, a documentary about (laughs) the book Sky Noise. So um, I feel like I just got hit in the sky nose because it hurts. (laughs) Um. You, y- y- y'all have been watching NoCo Live. We're talking about the book Sky Noise, which is apparently the worst thing ever written, and that includes Mein Kampf. Ernie um, Lindsay. Yeah, uh, Ernie Lindsay. You know what? We should reach out to this guy and see if we can interview him. I just want to talk. Seriously. Like, here's, I think we take this and, like, all of these fake reviews, all of this shit that's going on, his, his weird writing style and like do a, like a long form Tiger King style documentary <laughs> about this guy. I'd be down for that. Skycast also has an idea that says, so is this channel going to be like a time traveling only fans? No. Um, Skycast yes. also welcome. I'm guessing this is the first time you've, you've uh, seen us. Um, we're a radio station and podcast network and we do this live show every Monday night. That's just kind of like, we talk about whatever. And for some reason we're talking about sky noise. So, um, every week it's a different experience. Um, I will, I never want to read this book, but I do want to interview this Ernie Lindsay person. So if the quality of the book is like the room. It's like the movie The Room. It is a trash. It is trash, 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 trash. But it is so fucking enjoyable that you can't not read it. I mean, don't read it because it's trash. I'm not going to read it. And it's very lazy writing too. Like there's a ton of shit that he throws in to try to make sense of his story. So like sometimes when you travel back in time, you age. Um... What? And so it's important because that's how the so the book ends with them back in the Roanoke times with the colonists, um, and they have time traveled so many times that they're now these like thirty something year olds are now in like their nineties and about to, they are about to die. Where like the last two pages of the book they are about to die, but then young Chip from the future comes. Oh God, no. And saves them and brings them back to the present day. And they went back to their original age, right? So they're they're back in the present, they're in their 30s, but they still have the aging effects of having been in their 90s. Big balls, big testicles. His testicles are now, Chip's testicles by the end of the book, on the floor. I can't, I honestly, with the way that you described the rest of the book, I can't tell if that's a joke or if you're just letting us know that's how they tell us. (laughs) So at that rate, I can't wait for Sky Noise 2 testicular revenge. Um, Yeah, so guys, we're coming to the end of our time here. Um, You've been watching NoCo Live, uh, NoCo FM's uh, weekly Monday show where 
we just kind of talk about insane things and see what happens. Um, but uh, we actually produce a lot of shows that make a lot more sense than this show does. Um, we have a 24-7 live radio stream at noco.fm that is commercial free. Um, and we also make um, about a dozen different original shows that are podcasts available wherever you get your podcasts. We have music shows like Carbon vs. the World and Noco Gadio, which is hosted by Kevcat, who's trapped in the base uh, in the uh, bathroom. Um, trapped in the closet. Trapped in the closet. Um, Charles. Uh, Charles hosts and produces uh, Talk and Roll, which is our live play D and D show. Um, and uh, we have a number of other shows as well. Um, just search for NoCo FM uh, in your podcast app and you'll find all of our stuff there as well as on the live stream, which is running 24 hours a day. So check those things out. This show is also available as a podcast. Um, just search for NoCo Live um, and you can watch past episodes of the show um, on our YouTube channel as well. We're at NoCo FM in all the places. Simone, what do you want to plug? Uh, so, like I mentioned earlier, I, I do drag, um, well, I used to back in the before time when we were allowed outside. Um, I do drag. Hopefully, I'll um, be able to do some shows soon if you're in northern Colorado. Uh, you can find me on Instagram, simon.hyperion. That's H-Y-P-E-R-I-O-N. Awesome. Kevcat, plug your things. Uh, I do, sometimes I'm not a garbage man and I do a show called NoCo Gadio. It's all queer artists, whatever genre. If you ever want to request anything or suggest anything, hit me up. Kev Cat is lost on Instagram and Twitter and uh, Kevlar for Cats on TikTok. And also, I just wanted to say like, this quarantine's been like, what we've been fucking going through has been a goddamn nightmare and everyone's full of fear and anxiety of this situation. And it's weird that I've also found a sense of calm as well. Like, I don't get to, I, I lost one of my jobs, but I still have one, but I have more time to like be home and find my passion again and get back into art and like working on the shit that I care about. So. I hope that other people are able to do, you know, something similar. Yeah, absolutely. Find your shit. Whatever, whatever it yeah. is that you want to do that you've been itching to do, now's the time to try. Because uh, you know what I did? I wrote a Tiger King tabletop role-playing game over the weekend. Nice. That's awesome. Yeah. He did. I want to yeah. play it, but I have to watch Tiger King first. Cause I still haven't seen it. Don't do it. I, I, you know, it's trash. I know, but you know, people aren't going to shut up until I do. So anyway, um, you've been watching and or listening to NoCo live. Thanks again for watching and listening for Charles, for Kevcat, for our special guest, uh, uh, Simone. Uh, thank you so much. We'll be back here next week on Twitch, YouTube, and all of the other things. So check us out then until then we appreciate you. We love you. Thanks again, and we'll see you next time. Bye. Thank you. This has been a production of NoCo FM.